I still got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> Subs just drop immediately. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show on Podbean, StrangeLabel.com. I am your host, Scav D. This show's brought to you by boredom and utter depression. Yeah, the monotony and mortification you've come to expect every minute of your life. Try some today. Coming up in the hour, we got music from the homie D Mills, Dijon, and Gene Tackman. Is in the motherfucking house too. Hey, what up, Gene? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, Scav? Gene Tackman here, perspective changing hip hop expert, man. What's good, bro? Man, I'll tell you what, I was listening to Hot Butter Podcast. Uh, it was their episode two weeks ago where the homie Brett was talking about putting some subwoofers back in his truck. And I would uh, he, uh, strongly advise you do that. Right? Nothing wrong with yeah. some subwoofers, right? Absolutely not. Feel that Make the base. neighborhood knock. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Some lows and shit. If it doesn't make my heart skip a beat, I ain't, I'm not messing with it. I need I need that bass. Dude, I started driving in 1996, and I haven't owned a vehicle that didn't have a subwoofer in it or two subwoofers <laughs> in it. Yeah, man. Like you can't go back. It's like it's like a feeling, you know what I mean? It's it's truly a feeling for me. I need to feel my music. Of course, yeah. But uh. But I'm getting a little older now too, so I got I got to keep my hearing too. So it needs to be balanced, you know. Oh, what I mean? Man, I don't give a shit about that anymore. Fuck it, man. <laughs> We're all breaking down somehow, some way, and uh, hey, if my ears got to go because I love that bass, and so be it, man. Yeah. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, bass adds a, a whole other harmonic to your music. It's just sorely yeah, missed if it's not there. So uh, yeah, you gotta fucking get them subs. Gotta get them subs, man. Speaking of sorely missed, did you see what the fuck they just did to Toucan Sam? Oh, <laughs> man. They let a kindergartner have a couple of crayons and an iPad, and uh, they approved his painting, I suppose. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, man. Our, our beloved little cereal headquarters in our home state, uh, Kellogg's, yeah. It's either a, a kindergartner or somebody is on LSD over there or some shit. Yeah, Bro. somebody's tripping balls over there. He has human teeth. His, his mouth is just like a, a like a squirty bean. Like I don't I don't even know what they were doing. His, he his, has a mouth. His his beak is tie dye. Yeah, he has a mouth. He has yeah. a human mouth. It looks yeah. it looks weird. They took our wonderful little mascot and they ruined him, man. He has got a Technicolor beak now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got a, a mouth. Technicolor beak. Mouth with teeth, man. <laughs> yeah. Like before his face, it made sense. You know, his beak was a typical beak. It, it moved. Yeah. Now the beak doesn't look like it moves. He's got a mouth underneath it. 
Right? I, it just doesn't make fucking sense to me. I don't understand why these companies care enough to change shit. You know, and, and change is okay sometimes, but like sometimes that dramatic goofy change is just corny. And yeah, Toucan looks corny. I don't, I don't think it's going to work out. It makes me wonder if this is like a publicity stunt. Like what happened with that Sonic movie? Ooh. You know, like they released the trailer and it's god awful and Sonic looks terrible and people freak out so much so that they have to completely redesign, but it's still raised awareness to the movie. <laughs> Does nobody give a fuck about Fruit Loops anymore that they <laughs> they got to somehow put Toucan Sam in the news and shit? I don't get right. it. I don't get it. Why change it? hype. Yeah, why fucking change them? It doesn't make any sense, man. Why change any of the, the food products and labels and shit, man? Why take the, the Indian woman, the little Indian woman off the box of the butter? Did, is that a thing? I didn't hear about that. They did that too. Lando Lake's Indian woman is no longer on the she, box? She's gone. Oh, wow. Gone. Banished. Hmm. Poof. Wow. Gone. Yeah. You'll uh, okay. never be able to hide those titties behind that butter of hers ever again, man. Did you ever do that? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I did that. Like everybody did absolutely yeah, that thing was fun. that was great it's always fun man someone yeah. very creative came up with that you know absolutely but uh, someone with an eye an eye for art yeah <laughs> so yeah never gonna see them titties again and uh you'll never see toucan sam <laughs> move his face normally ever again either i guess so. with a beak yeah. he has a beak and a mouth now so yeah. motherfuckers are the on acid over there <laughs> salvador dali uh Department of Art took care of that one in the marketing firm of Kellogg's. A little scary out there, man. Still a little <laughs> scary, man. Speed of scary. Real quick, real quick. Um, <laughs> and I don't even know why I'm going to mention this, but I was afraid <laughs> to uh, to unfollow a uh, Muslim podcast on Twitter the other day. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, were man. afraid to. Yeah, these folks they they post some pretty hardcore shit on uh, mm. their Twitters, right? And um, I won't lie, sometimes I just, I gotta bury my head in the sand on some shit, <laughs> you know? I don't, <laughs> I don't wanna be woke all the time. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna unfollow these guys, but uh, right as I was about to hit the button, this, uh, this feeling of, of dread <laughs> just came over me and uh, <laughs> I got a little scared. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. And uh, then my brain immediately said, Scav, what the fuck is wrong with you? And uh, I, I just muted them instead of uh, and following them. So, uh, yeah, just did that <laughs> instead. But uh, yeah. What were you scared of? It's your typical shit that ignorant people would be scared of Muslims for. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did realize it is all in my head. Still ain't trying to see no fucking horrible shit, though. Or have any horrible uh, shit happen to me, for that matter. But, uh, oh, man. Anyways, yeah, just muted them. Just muted yeah. them. So. Yeah, on these fucking Twitters, what else is there doing? Fucking bored to tears, man. Talk about monotony and shit. It's bored. Dude, I'm going insane, too, man. It's like, uh, I mean... For lack of better terms, it's Groundhog Day. Every single day is the same day. I I always forget every single week what day it is. At some point between Tuesday and Thursday, I'm just lost. I get lost in like Wednesday just never happened. Like, what do you mean? What yeah. day is it? <laughs> yeah, it's always weekend. Right. 
It's just always Saturday. It's just day. It's always just day. Whatever day. It's either day or night. Uh, fucking A, man. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, yeah, I'm starting to lose it a little bit, but uh, hopefully that'll subside a little bit. I'm getting a pool table over here tomorrow, G. Okay. I don't know if I nice. mentioned that to you. Yeah, fucking pool table. I'm going to have to hustle you out of some uh, money. Get a couple games, man. Oh, man. Shit's over. You can come over and try, man. You can fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm a fucking... Let's get my groove back, man. Hey. Let's <laughs> get my fucking groove back. <laughs> Scab's getting his groove back. Up in the <laughs> yeah. Tired of going uh, balls deep and uh, just my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm go balls deep in something else. Yeah, gonna try to try to reacquire some pool skills here in the next few weeks. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom's giving up the pool table, giving up a bunch of shit. She's moving to Florida. So. That's right. We'll get my Tom Cruise color of money shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. That eight ball side pocket. I'll put that nine ball in the corner. <laughs> color of money is Tom Cruise's best movie, right? It's got to be. Best movie, you know, I, that's that's arguable. Yeah, I, I could put that up there with an arguable debate. I like Tom Cruise. I don't care what anyone fucking thinks, man. I mess with uh, Top Gun. Top Gun's special to me. See, I'm saying color money or uh, risky business. Yeah. How do you feel about Vanilla Sky? That movie's fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> yeah, that movie's fucking weird. Don't think I understood it. I didn't care for it until I watched it the second time around. Like, I had a completely different perspective the second time around. My mind was flipped. It is okay, though. I appreciate Cameron Crowe. Yeah, it was okay. I appreciate it, too. There, there's there's pieces of it I appreciate, you know? It, it's weird. It is weird. I like those Mission Impossible movies, too. Those things are pretty fucking ill. Yeah, those are pretty dope. But, uh, yeah, Risky Business is probably actually my favorite Tom Cruise movie. That old school Risky Business, man. Yeah. Yeah. My dream car's in that movie, too. That fucking uh, 83 Porsche 928. Oh. Remember that whip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Still a beautiful car, man. I've, oh, that's oh, been yeah. my favorite car my whole life, man. Ever since I saw that movie, man. Ever since I've seen that shit. I can probably get one for 10 grand right now if I want, too. I look hmm. on the internet hard enough. I can probably get one for 10 Gs. Run it. Yeah. Just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. <laughs> I will, though. I will. You got yeah. a dream car? Like a favorite uh, car, you you know I've I have a couple I've I've always been a Lamborghini fan you know as a kid I was definitely one of those kids that grew up with uh, multiple Lamborghini posters on the wall that I got at the uh, the school book sale like I never got books I always got posters it was like a girl in a bikini or like a Lamborghini but uh, you know what honestly man I think I I like the ideal of like a pimp my ride. What do they call Volkswagen? Like a Volkswagen bus, like an old school seventy one Volkswagen bus, like completely gutted and like with some swaggy ass like disco light in it and shit, man. Just like pimpy. I can't speak for how it looks on the inside, but there is a really nice VW bus a few blocks up the street from me. It's fucking clean as hell. Uh oh, that's a thought, man. I might need you to keep an eye on that for me. It's beautiful. It is yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in the market for a new car right now, man. So I've, I've been going back and forth. Do I go brand new or do I possibly take something I've always wanted and restore it? So keep an eye out on that one for me, man, for real. 
it's funny you mentioned Lambo too, because I actually had to stop at the liquor store just a few days ago. I had to stock up on some of the uh, harder liquor, <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, there's a purple Lambo parked right in front of that motherfucker, and you know he's got a crowd of people uh, around him, and uh, so I'm pulling up and. The crowd starts to disperse, and he's about to get in his whip, and I roll my window down, and I go, yo, man, let me drive it. <laughs> he goes, he goes, oh, all right, all right, you know, like, fuck you, dude. And then he pulls out like a fucking dick and basically does a 180 <laughs> and almost wrecks that bitch in the oncoming lane. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing I've seen. Yep. And I was like, man, motherfucker should have let me drive it. Fuck. Too powerful for that ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost wrecked that thing. Purple Lambo. They're beastie, bro. I, I love Lambos. Something about the, just the art of the car style. And, uh, and you know what? I actually put a down payment on a, one of those cyber trucks too, man. Cyber truck? What is that? Yeah. Tesla cyber truck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got that sentry Sexy. mode on there and shit. Yeah. Total Blade yeah. Runner cyborg sexy sleek. I like it. I don't there care what anybody says. <laughs> when the hell are you getting one of those? They don't come out until the end of 2021. Oh, so you got some time. Yeah, I got some time. So I'm, I'm putting here. the chips aside right now. That's going to be my down payment-ish, if you will. And uh, yeah, hopefully I could. Uh, I got goals I'm trying to hit. And if I hit those goals, the Cybertruck is a part of that package. You feel me? That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So whip that bitch out. Yeah, I would have to say that would be my biggest car purchase. So it would definitely be like kind of like a little bit of a dream car whip purchase there, right there, right there. Nah. What's up, man? Get your yeah. mail, dude. Get it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Good plan. Well, shit. Uh, Gene, I got some bad news. Bad news, man. What's up, yeah, dude? We, What's going we on? We lost somebody funny this week. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fred Willard. Oh, Fred Willard. Yeah. Fred Willard is. Damn. I yeah. saw that shit, man. Yeah. One of the greatest uh, comedic improv actors of all time, in my opinion. Man, man. Mm -hmm. He was solid. So yeah. solid. Right. Uh, he was on Modern Family. I don't watch Modern Family. Uh, everyone's probably going to know him from the mockumentary movies that he's been in. You know, like your Christopher Guest movies, Best in Show. Yeah. Maybe Anchorman. He was an Anchorman. Yeah, um, I got a little bit of them in uh, Best in Show right here. Here, check this out. Here, pretty funny. She is really giving him a thorough going over. Are all judges that thorough? I mean, yes, she looks yes. at the teeth. It's very important that all the attributes are examined: uh, teeth, eyes, Runs, ears, ouch. gums. Am I seeing right? Where's she putting her hands now? <laughs> well, she's just checking out the dog's uh, testicular area oh. to make sure <laughs> to make sure that uh, that everything is intact hate to go out on a date with judge uh, Edie franklin have her judge me that would be no fun would you please take your dog down and back for me please <laughs> now she's having the dogs why do they have them run away from them and then back up What's the point of that? What are they looking for? They're looking for the gait and movement of the uh -huh. dog. And it's very important to see the small <laughs> angles. So uh, Edie will be checking out this in particular. Good way to judge a woman. Have her run away from you and then run back. Now <coughs> those birds on Carnaby Street. Yes. I'm used to seeing them run away from me more often than <laughs> run towards me. Yeah. Uh, now what is that? Is that Dude, yeah, my man kills it in that movie. Kills it in every movie. Uh, best in show right there. Christopher Guest classic. Got a dog show. Yeah. Well known for a lot of Christopher Guest movies. But uh, 
That dude's been around since the fucking 60s. He was on everything back in the day. He was on Dean Martin's Mother's Brothers, Carson, Carol Burnett. He did all that shit, man. He'd been doing this. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and every time you saw this dude pop up in something, whether it was a show or a movie, you knew he was just going to fucking kill it. That yeah. Comedic, yeah. comedic excellence and shit. He, he, he came off very comfortable in yeah. his acting position. You know, <laughs> he, was, he was definitely a true natural as far as, uh, like you said, improv, comedy, acting. Yeah, definitely a lost talent that uh, will be missed. Yeah, he had some of the best timing and delivery. In everything he did, I think. And he could do it all with a straight face, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deadpan. Yeah. Just just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Love that shit. Right. Because I'd be cracking up. If I got to go do that shit, oh, my God. There's no way I'm holding it together. Dude, there's no way I could either. I'd have to break character. Yeah. I'd be like Jimmy Fallon on every episode of uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I'm fucking everybody else up around me, too, man. Getting laughs, man. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that dude was great. Dude was great, man. Not the squeaky cleanest dude. You know, he did have like a Pee Wee Herman type incident a few years ago where uh, he might have been doing something to himself in an <laughs> adult theater in Los Angeles. Is that right? I never yeah. heard that. One. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a few years ago. But, uh, you know, that's the weirdest thing. Like, I mean, I know you're not supposed to do that. I guess it's kind of like, all right, let me back down what I was getting ready to say. Like, I was going to say, like, what do they expect people to do in, a, in an adult theater? Like, not jerk off. I mean, <laughs> I guess. It's, it's just a weird. I guess I guess before you even get it even further than that, an adult theater is kind of a weird thing anyway, man. It's weird that that's still a thing in like 2000 anything. Yeah, I'm not going in one. I don't need to do all Hell that shit. No. Who the motherfuckers who, do? Who, I mean, I would want to go home and take a shower. I would feel like a filthy, dirty animal if I did that. That's mm. just, come on now. Yeah, that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. I've mentioned this before. Fantasy is a weird thing. A weird thing for some people. Uh, uh, that's weird. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you, you, have know, your, hey. you have your phone, Pornhub, and the privacy of your own bedroom. What do you need a, an adult theater for? That seems like it's its own weird taboo alone like to be in public watching a pornographic film and not being able to masturbate until you go home like that's just that seems like some type of weird sex torture and we did have phones and porn hubs when uh he did get busted doing this shit too so there's really no excuse (laughs) so he was one of those guys he liked that that whole idea of the thrill (laughs) actually he he wanted to get caught i'm I'm just putting it together now he wanted to get caught that's the only way that's the Maybe. only way that happens. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm not going to hold it against him that much. <laughs> yeah. I don't really care all that much. That dude was funny enough, you know? Yeah, some some yeah. things are forgivable. I forgive him. I forgive him. It should happen. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, it's it's with a heavy heart today that uh, we got we to gotta bid farewell to, uh, to a comic genius. Fred Willard. 86 Fred Willard. years old. 86? Is that right? I think so. 86. Damn! I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. Man got up there. Bruh. Got up there. Had a good run. Yeah, man. So. R.I.P. Fred Willard. Yo, yo. Yeah. Alright. Enough of that. What else is going on, man? You watching The Last Dance at all? You know, I I was one of the biggest Michael Jordan fans that you could possibly ever imagine. I had shoes. I had authentic jerseys. I had fucking, fucking Chicago Bulls starter coats. And you know what, bro? I just have not watched a f- any episodes of this Last Dance. All right. Well, 
No biggie. The last two episodes of it are dropping tonight, so you just binge all that shit. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Yeah, that's what I figured too. You know, I just haven't wanted to. I have a hard time committing to like time frames for shows anymore. You know, like eight o'clock on Sunday. I'm like, hey, I mean, hey. I'll, I'll watch it a month and a half later on a Wednesday when I feel like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Gene, you're not born in Michigan, right? No, I was born in New York. See, now there you go. That's why you like Michael Jordan. I'm born and raised a Detroit sports fan. <laughs> so there's nothing you can say or put on TV that will make me believe that Michael Jordan isn't a complete fucking piece of shit asshole. You know, I, um, <laughs> sorry. I, I actually grew up a Detroit Pistons fan for real though. And, uh, there was something about the bad boys when the bad boys became the bad boys, like living in Detroit. It was almost like you were even more of a bad boy if you lived in Detroit and rooted on Chicago. So I was like just a complete rebel asshole that rooted on Chicago. But honestly, I think Michael Jordan is a prick, to be honest with you. That's why I'm just I don't really give a fuck to even watch it. I'm like, I'll see it when I see it. I'm just not running out. and I don't give a fuck to make it an occasion for him. You know what I mean? I was a bit of a prick. Yeah. Bit of a prick. Seemed to be a degenerate gambler, too. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker would gamble on anything. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Which is probably always fun if you're absolutely loaded. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you have to lose, right? Right. I'd probably gamble all the time, too, if I had the fuck you money. Oh, look, more money's coming in. Look at this. I could drop $100,000 on this, and guess what? I'm going to trip and fall into my hotel room upstairs that they're going to pay me to come here, and uh, guess what? I have more money in my account tomorrow. God, life sucks. Yeah, I might look into uh, what's causing my goddamn eyes to turn yellow, too, man. I got some buck shit, man. I don't know if you've seen this guy's eyes lately. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Some shit's is yellow. I bet you Michael Jordan drinks a lot. He's got a cocktail next to him and while he's being interviewed. Yeah, he seems like a guy that drinks a lot. And he likes, like, strong drinks because he feels sophisticated, like cognac on the rocks or, like, Manhattans and shit, old fashions. He does look like he might have a Manhattan or an old-fashioned or a cognac next to him. Right? You yeah. feel me? I'm just calling it. Yep. And an occasional cigar when he gets around the fellas. You know what I mean? Like He's that's, definitely that's my... smoking some cigars, too. Yeah. That's that's Michael Jordan. I have a feeling. And then behind closed doors, he uh, he has his special stash that he keeps in his walk-in closet. And then he beats his wife. <laughs> and he says, you can't leave me. I'm Michael Jordan. I think they mention his wife a split second in this documentary. It ain't about her at all. Hell no. Pretty one-sided with this guy, man. It was all basketball. And he, he, sla he slaps her up and he gives her a check and... Uh, Tells her to take care of the kids and smile at uh, outings together. <laughs> Them yellow ass eyes of his, man. That motherfucker, <laughs> he buttered four loaves of bread with those fucking eyes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely am fixing my eyes if I got some extra bucks, man, so I don't fucking look like Scott Farkas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then I'm going to go fucking throw down some big money on anything, which way the wind blows. <laughs> anything. <laughs> fucking. Cleveland Browns, anything. Lions going to win the Super Bowl. They got it this year. <laughs> Fuck it. Back to my hotel room. Look at that. More money and strippers. I got hookers. I got to kick out. See you later. My wife's room is on, on level 11. I'm on 14. <laughs> Talking about gambling and hookers and hotel rooms and shit, man. Uh, 
my lady and I are headed to Vegas the end of August. What do you think about that? I think that you are going to burn, baby, burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Am I crazy? Am yeah, I crazy? You're crazy. Really? You're, fuck, you're crazy. It's going to be hot as fuck. Oh, no. The end of August is fine. Is it? Yeah. I've been there in July, bro. I was at Hard Rock Cafe at a Kendrick Lamar pool party. It was like 104 degrees. And, uh, like, I was there for two different bachelor parties, and one of the homies from the crew, I didn't know who he was, man, legit, like, passed out in the fucking pool and shit. We had to, like, grab him and escort him off, and he went home. That'll happen there, man. That's just hot, bro. That's just fucking hot. Early July. I've been there in early July, and you're right. It's scorching. Yeah. I think it starts to break a little bit towards the end of August, though. I don't even fucking care, though. Shit. You think it's a good idea, though, like with everything else that's been going on, though? You know me, man. I'm not really worried about the traveling thing. I'm looking to get out of Michigan as quick as possible. I'm thinking about going, like, to Colorado or something like that, man, where it's, like, outdoors and woodsy and natural and just, like, I don't know, man, just get away from all the business, turn off the phones for a minute, you know, and just, like, chill out. But I don't know, man. I guess it just depends on, like, what's going on out there in Vegas and shit, man. Like, if everything's going to be shut down, then... I mean, you're going to be ordering food and eating out of boxes and shit, and that's just kind of whack, you know? I mean, it's still what, almost three months away or something like that, right? Like, you don't yeah, think shit will it. be kind of back to normal hopefully by then? Maybe? Hopefully. You know what, bro? I could be as optimistic as my spirit wants to be and say, yeah, I think so, but I have no clue, man. I don't even fucking know. I'm confused every day I turn on the news, to be honest with you. <laughs> man, I am too, but I mean, I don't want to keep fucking living my life like this. Bro. <laughs> I've just about had enough of this shit and uh, I'm ready to go back out like everybody else already seems to be doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, fuck. It's time to get moving, man. Time to get moving. But again, who knows how it's going to be? They just arrested that motherfucker in Hawaii. Damn, what happened in Hawaii? Well, Hawaii's got some sort of rule right now where anybody who comes in has to fucking self-quarantine themselves for 14 days. Ah. And this motherfucker, some 23-year-old guy from New York, didn't do it. He shows up, checks into his hotel. He's out and about surfing, posting on Instagram, eating. And hotel staff fucking blew up his fucking spot and got him arrested. Damn. Like, this guy ain't fucking adhering to the rules. So, yeah, man, he's in jail over in Hawaii. Four Gs, man. Oh, damn. $4,000 bond or something like that on this guy. Yeah. Get so, the fuck out of here. Hopefully Vegas ain't on some shit like that. I ain't trying to stay in Vegas for fucking two weeks. Fuck that. Hell no. I need a long weekend. That's it. Especially in jail or having the quarantine. That'd be fucking wild, bro. Right. Because that's where the COVID lives for sure in jail. Do you know the state of Nebraska hasn't tested one single prisoner in the entire state of Nebraska? So as of right now, not a single prisoner in Nebraska has COVID. There you go. <laughs> I haven't been tested either, so I don't have it either. <laughs> Gene, you been tested? Nope. Nope. Hey, I don't, you don't, I don't got have, it either, I don't man. Either. <laughs> Good for us, man. We're just killing it out here, man. We're healthy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Healthy AF. That's how we gonna stay up in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, how about Ludacris versus Nelly the other night, Yeah. Man? I wasn't sure if you saw that or not. I didn't see it, but it, dude... Why the fuck? How hard is it to get your sound right? I said the same damn thing, man. I'm, I'm like, this is strange to me. Like, you guys are entertainers. You know what I mean? Like, and we're, we got the, like, the biggest issues with the simplest things. Like, you, we're just asking you to do an IG live. 
That's it. Nothing more, dog. Just like you, you should have the technical skills of an eight-year-old to be able to manage this. You know, like why are we having technical difficulties everywhere? But I like your inter, your entertainers. I I just don't understand like why like who like you you know you're getting ready to record. You have millions of dollars in the bank. Like why don't you YouTube a video, a five-minute video on how to fucking do a, a a live feed over your computer? Like fix it up. Hook it up. It's not that complicated. I'm just so confused. I don't know. Coming from a podcaster. <laughs> Dude, if I can figure out how to do it, then fuck anybody can. Bro, you feels? Seriously. You feels? And you're, yeah. you're entertainers. Like, dude, like, you don't have any friends that you can say, hey, I'm Nelly. I'm going to be doing this live verse <laughs> battle with Ludacris on, uh, at 3 o'clock. Does anybody know how to set my shit up for me? And somebody's going to know how to do it for you, bro. Like, bro, come on. No. <laughs> no, nobody wants to help that motherfucker, apparently. Man, I was struggling. Nobody wanting to help anybody, or they're not trying to pay anybody for this shit. I don't know. I feel like I could, I, I mean, shout out to, you know, Timberland and Swiss Beats, but I feel like I could put together, like, a better production, you know what I mean, and, uh, and on a whim to get, like, two people in front of a screen together and actually just play songs. We're not talking about anything difficult here. But anyways, man, I, I sound like I'm nagging and getting all negative and shit, bro. It, it was <laughs> it was entertaining. At the end of the day, Ludacris went away with the fucking huge crown, the huge dub. Nelly was just there for little kid sport. like. Well, yeah, because Nelly sucks and Ludacris is half good. Dude, yeah. Ludacris is good, man. Like, yeah, he had some bars back in the day. And he, he was actually really, really good. He, he was just in a, a pocket of like almost like pop hip hop. But if you ever like just like put on a ludicrous song, man, he had a vicious pen, bro. He he could actually write. He had a very unique voice. He actually started off as a DJ, but because his voice was so dominant and unique, everyone kept telling him the rap. So like he just he he was he was designed to be an entertainer for sure. That's my ludicrous shit right here. That's my favorite shit. I love this shit. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Thank you. King shit. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the United States of America. Time to roll out the red carpet on y'all bitch ass. Yeah. Hailing from the filthy, dirty sack. It's a dirty. Where the king's leg. Lula Creek is serving the peace family. Recognize royalty when you hear it. Yeah. The throne has been taken. So kiss this nigga's earring. Lula throw some grapes on this These bitches head. throwing royal petals at my feet, man. They want to spoil me, treating me like royalty. What am I supposed to do? It's such a sweet thing. Work that track, whip them like Kunta. That's why they stay down, they loyal citizens of the Muda. By way of ATL. I if love this one. <laughs> don't even look at me, ho, don't pass go. Yeah, this is a fiery way to start out your record, man. Word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth. 2001. Old school. God damn, that shit's old. Fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, I didn't see any of that, but maybe I'll go back and check that out. I did actually check out a little bit of that Eric Abadu, Jill Scott. Though, did you see any of that one? Yeah, I did, man. That that was all fun and love and vibes, man. They were just vibing yeah. out like sister love, man. They just kept complimenting each other and singing each other's music. But honestly, man, it, it was pretty dope, man. It was very cool vibes coming from them. And Jill Scott, she got a smile that make a motherfucker heart crack. Bro, she is so pretty. Ugh. Like her her, yeah. her 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 eyes and her smile are just so warm and genuine. Right. Absolutely. One thing I noticed, never noticed it before, but I was like, wow. Right. Very easy on the eyes. Yeah, yeah. She Jill has a Scott. very warm face. She's she's beautiful. Oh man, yeah. beautiful women, man. Shout out to the beautiful women out there. You know what I mean? Well, fucking hey, man. With that, I'd say we'll be right back. Yeah, stand up. <laughs> You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show.
season on SEAL Team. All this and more on this season of CBS's SEAL Team. I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Live, Live. Live. online and on your smartphone. smartphone. Strangelabel.com Yeah. Ooh, we. We back. Yeah, yeah. Scav, Gene, yeah. fake ass radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's about time for some music, man. What do you say? Yeah, man. Let's get into those sounds. All righty, fucking it. Let's do it. Music. Oh, yes, we can. Most certainly can. Gene, what you got on deck for me tonight? Tonight, I'm bringing a little R&B to the fake-ass radio show. I have an artist originally from Maryland that uh, now he's based out of L.A. He has a funky, funky sound, man. When I when I listen to the song I'm about to play, it, it gives me like this nostalgic, dirty musician that has a, a freedom to do whatever he wants on a microphone i hear a little bit of prince influences i hear like i don't know a little bit of d'angelo and i and I, he, he just has this spirit that i'm like man 
I gotta hear more. So I'm just scratching into this artist. I really don't know much about him. This is a song that resonated with me yesterday, so I'm playing it today. It's off of his How Do You Feel About Getting Married EP. Just came out this past May 15th, 2020. And uh, the name of the song is Rock and Roll. And you're only going to hear it on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav D and Gene Tech. man <laughs> i thought that song ended about four different times there mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good shit dramatic ending. i like that yeah definitely a prince vibe going on like you said man i like that dijon yeah good shit good shit. Almost, almost a request my homie matt tinker put me on to that shout out matt uh sent that shit to me the other day man just on some you know sending vibes shit man good shit What's up, man? Yeah, yes. Man. Excellent recommendation. Excellent. Shout out, Matt. Thanks for the recommendation. Yo, Scab, what you listening to today, man? What you what you playing tonight? I'm going to play my homie D Mills. Who? D Mills. D Mills. Okay. Yeah. This is a guy I met working at a little brew pub in Rochester uh, sometime last year. Ended up being my waiter and uh, ended up being a rapper. Yeah. So, of course, you know, I got to check him out. Got a great personality. Seemed to have a really good head on his shoulders. And uh, checked his shit out and... All I got to say is, wow, my man is killing it. I was thoroughly impressed. And my first impression of him was he's kind of like a cross between Kendrick Lamar and Childish Gambino. Mm, Okay. Right. He's got a nice little flow, but he can like sing some shit, too. Yeah. My boy's got mad talent. Boy's got mad talent. Just dropped a new record 
a few weeks ago. I am not playing off that record tonight, though. I'm going to play off his first effort, which is called I Low View Theory. Mm. Now, here's what he does, man. Any kind of O sound on the end of his words is uh, usually stylized with a E-A-U-X. So low is spelled L-E-A-U-X. Okay. So intro, you know, I-N-T-R-E-A-O-U-X, you know, shit like that. Flow, F-L-E-A-O-U-X. I like how he stylizes this shit. It's kind of cool. Okay. But yeah, again, off his first record from 2017, I'm going to play a little bit into the record, five tracks in to be exact. The song is called Flex. And I'll tell you, like I told him after I heard this shit, this is one of the hardest rap songs I think I've ever heard in my life. And it just so happens to be from a guy that I know and I'm cool with, man. My man, D Mills, out of Atlanta, Georgia. So, hey, I hope you enjoy this, folks. Again, D Mills. The song's called Flex. Fake ass radio show, Scav, Gene. Shout out to Home Team. Shit, I'm making look easy. They sleep on my flow, better go get a squeegee. Go make a pallet, got the pack, I'm making strip. I ain't talking about PE. Say, yes, I do got it. That's DOPE. The moment they feed me, moment I own. Born flowing, got the form. Wrist work when I record. I be scoring paper thin the form. I be on a different level. Sleeping on me, chloroform. And a shovel, underground. I kill them every morning. Shit. Amber alert, you get there, warning shit. Wait in that water, you in my head. Turn that water to jam when that's what I'm pouring. Just hopped on my wave like a solid boy. Nigga, know I be blade and they got a board nigga warm me enough it just pop a form got more paper then i got some more bitch cushion so much that it's kind of more a bit more bucks i was once a poor kid so when i get it i just gotta go again and go and go and go go and go again the only pressure what we blowing bitch the way i'm spending probably think i was born rich shit boy i gotta flex i gotta flex Draco know that my bitch very paid When the pack bring a badge and it's Mary Kay Feel like 96 Jordan with Mary Jane Bitches bees in a trap like they Mary Jane Made me, you get the cake, you anime With drawn arms like animating anime So Afro Samurai split every time I slay the nigga Fucking around, got no time to play My nigga counted up, know you flexing for the camera My shit be fighting these bridges in Atlanta All my shit drip, my pack smelling like a fan of Papa can, can he do it? You know Papa can You nigga sweet
it's Tropicana. We all in the tropics cause the proper planet. All I got in this world is this powder standing. They knew why this hot, then they probably fed Eat your heart out, niggas probably fed Niggas say that our country still understanding. Most my niggas just victims of underplanning. Y'all niggas hot the night, knowing the planet. Niggas know that my shit coming automatic. If you flexing, niggas know I gotta have it. That shit bangs, man. Right? Production on that is awesome. Um, there's a vibe that I'm getting off of that. It reminds me of a, a J-Rock song. It has J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future. I feel like it might have been off the, like the Black Panther soundtrack or something. It's called King's Dead. And um, there's a this distorted one? piano in it. It's just kind of the same... It, it, same it, it sounds so. like it could have been made by the same producer. Let me just say that. It doesn't sound exactly the same at all, but it sounds like it could be made by the same producer because of that piano in the back. <laughs> you tried to play that song on the show. Ha, you're right. Remember that? You're right. Yeah, when we were on SoundCloud, we tried to get that on, but uh, nope, nope. SoundCloud wasn't having none of it. They were like, um, Disney Marvel, absolutely not. That's not yeah. happening. We are not about to take on a lawsuit because of you guys, because you jackasses. And here we are, two years later, on Podbean. Ha, ha, ha. Take and that. strange label. <laughs> SoundCloud. Right? Yeah, fuck SoundCloud, bunch of bitches. Weirdos. Well, shit, man, I'd say that's about a podcast. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, man, that's about a podcast, you know? Talked about a few oh, uh, weird things per the usual. A uh, little Dijon and uh, my man D-Mails and shit. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, man. Always a pleasure catching up with you. You know, you know. Everyone knows where to find us, right? Everyone knows where to find Gene on the Twitters. Everyone knows where to find Scav on the Twitters. Everyone knows where to find the fake-ass radio show on all the social medias and shit, too, you know? That's where you get the good sponsored shit, right? That's where you get on the Facebook page. You click shop now at the top. Get the tea in you. Go over to the Instagrams. Fucking hit the link in the bio. Get the good Meister shit in your life, too. Dude, that Meister uh, case, that stash tray is pretty damn dope, man. I, I Told I'm, you. I'm, I'm finally breaking down to look at it like, no, that's actually the ultimate stash tray for your cannabis goods, for sure. Well, the thing with that that I like is it forces you to be organized. Yes, you don't have a you choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the perfect... It's magnetic. Everything pops and locks into place. Pop, pop, pop. Magnet, yeah. magnet, magnet. Perfect. And you have no choice but to be organized. Yeah. So that's I why it. I like it. Yep. I dig it too. I have to get one. So I'll be going over to the Fake Ass Radio Show and I will be using our own code and uh, I'll be ordering the case as soon as possible. It's a must. I must have it in my cannabis world. There you go. Wonderful. They'll be waiting for you. Yeah. Be waiting for you. Yeah, Gene is about to elevate his ritual. I am. Everybody else should be doing, man. Yes, 
That is their Elevate tag. Your ritual, man. Elevate, Elevate your ritual. ritual. And folks, I'll tell you right now, tune in next week because we're about to change our format entirely and we're going to turn into a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because those seem to be the only podcasts that fucking work. I don't know why these motherfuckers want true crime. Yeah. These motherfuckers are sick. Yeah. You're all sick. <laughs> if you're listening to true crime, all right? I want to hear Stop about that shit. Rotting guts and flesh after the body was found. Shit. Rape and murder and shit. Wonderful. Weird. Just wonderful. So tune in next week for that, folks. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Fake ass radio show. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>